You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday through Friday, your team every day. That's what we do here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Make sure to watch the show and subscribe to the show on YouTube, entering week five of Locked On Panthers being on YouTube. Make sure to go ahead and help us out. We're at 550 subscribers right now. The goal by the end of the week is to get to 700. And by next month, when the NFL draft rolls around in Las Vegas, April 28th through the 30th, we want to have over 1,000 subscribers. So please, if you enjoy the show, help me grow the show. Help us grow the show by subscribing to the show and letting everyone you know who's a Carolina Panthers fan know about it over on YouTube. If they don't watch on YouTube or they don't have an opportunity to watch on YouTube, you can still listen to the show on all the traditional podcasting platforms. So go ahead and rate, review, and subscribe. Five stars only. Don't be a hater on Apple Podcasts. Also, check it out. Check us out on Spotify and all the other spots you listen to this show and all your favorite shows across the Lockdown Podcast Network. And be sure to follow me on Twitter at Julian Council, where every single Friday I answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions here on the show. To participate, either at me at Julian Council or DM me at Julian Council. You can also always leave a comment on any of that week's episodes on YouTube. Send that comment in, and I'll answer your question on Friday, a part of the weekly Friday mailbag here on Locked on Panthers. Today's episode of Locked on Panthers is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked on sent you. Okay, so the Carolina Panthers on Monday headed up to Pittsburgh, PA, as they wanted to get a closer look at Kenny Pickett, one of the top quarterback prospects in this 2022 draft class. As we've been over before, this is not considered to be a QB-rich class. Kenny Pickett, he's either the top quarterback or it's Malik Willis. We can have the conversation throughout the next month of who you like more and who you like less. I know a lot of people are excited about Kenny Pickett. I know a lot of people aren't excited about Kenny Pickett. That's just kind of how this thing works out year in and year out in the NFL. There's not a consensus top pick in this year's draft. It could be Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan. It could be Iki Aquanu from NC State. It could be Evan Neal from Alabama. No one really knows right now. But what we knew, at least what we thought we knew, as it pertains to our Carolina Panthers heading into the draft next month, is that they were dead set on an offensive lineman. We had the conversation on Monday how they were looking at left tackles. They were in on the Lyle Collins deal where apparently he was with Joe Burrow in the recently signed offensive lineman there in Cincinnati and their significant others this past weekend. And that was part of his pitch of coming to Cincinnati. And that worked out as the Carolina Panthers were not able to lure the former Dallas Cowboy here to Carolina, which would have opened up the possibility of the Carolina Panthers taking a quarterback at six, which still could happen this is who went down to pittsburgh or up to pittsburgh on monday for the panthers general manager scott fitter assistant gm dan morgan of course head coach matt rule oc ben mcadoo and quarterback coach sean ryan also in in attendance there at the pro day mike tomlin was the only other coach in the nfl that was there it makes sense pitt pittsburgh steelers like they share the same building in heinz field Obviously, he's going to make his way to campus, go check out Kenny Pickett, who he's seen plenty of times. And the Pittsburgh Steelers are a team that, although they've signed Mitch Trubisky to a two-year deal, they still are open to drafting a quarterback. The Washington Commanders, even though that they've gone out and traded for Carson Wentz, and they probably should have waited, they are also open, potentially, to drafting a quarterback this upcoming year. They had a significant presence. So the Panthers, Steelers, and Commanders 
all three teams looking for a long-term option at quarterback that were present there at Kenny Pickett's Pro Day. And if you looked at the tweets and everything that was reported on Monday, Matt Rule was all over Kenny Pickett. He was standing next to Pat Narduzzi, the head coach at Pitt, right there front and center behind Kenny Pickett. He talked to Kenny Pickett, who if you have not heard this before, was once upon a time committed to go play at Temple before he decided, nah, I'm going to go play at Pitt in the ACC. They have a relationship that stems back to then. David Tepper, also from Pittsburgh, a donor to the University of Pittsburgh, I'm sure would love to have Kenny Pickett here in Carolina. You can see how this potentially could lead to Kenny Pickett being the Carolina Panthers draft choice there at six. And why do I say at six? Just thinking about the multiple reports about the Panthers looking for an answer through free agency at left tackle, and that could happen this week. It makes me believe that they've shifted their attention to drafting a quarterback in the first round. Will it be at sixth overall? I don't know. I go back to what Scott Bitterer said, and I've said this multiple times now here on the show, but every time I have the conversation about taking a quarterback, and I, I've tweeted it out how it seems like the Panthers might be interested in doing this, and I will get responses like someone saying, oh, well, quarterback is an overvalued position. There's no way any of these guys, Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett, Desmond Ritter, should go in the top 10. While I understand with that, and I agree with you, that's just not how this is going to work out. I'm sure someone will pick a quarterback in the top 10, and that someone might be the Carolina Panthers because it's such an important position to fill in. Scott Fitterer has said that they want to use free agency to go best player available at six. But also, there's been reports that the Carolina Panthers were dead set on an offensive lineman, and they would jump and leap up to get, not jump ahead of somebody, but they would jump at the opportunity of taking an offensive lineman at six, even if it meant that they were getting someone higher than they should have. But I go back to what Scott Fitterer has said about wanting to go best player available. I'm hard-pressed to believe that Kenny Pickett would be the best player available for the Carolina Panthers at sixth overall in this upcoming draft. Now, Scott Federer has said in the past that the Carolina Panthers, and really just in looking at the draft in, in general, that's the opportunity. If you want to take a quarterback, you take a shot at a quarterback at the sixth overall pick. I've said to y'all before, and I still believe this in my heart, if the Carolina Panthers fall in love with Kenny Pickett or Malik Willis, who they're going to see on Tuesday, or Matt Crow, who they're going to see on Wednesday from Ole Miss, or Devin Ritter, who they're going to see on Thursday from Cincinnati, if they fall in love with any of those guys, in particular the guys Pickett and Willis, the consensus top two, I believe they will take them at sixth overall. Is that the right decision? That's for you to decide. I've never bought into, oh, you're overdrafting someone. I get the concept of trading back, getting the right amount of assets, and then drafting that player. But do you ever want to run the risk of not getting someone that you really liked when you could have just taken them right at that position where you sat at, opposed to trading back and running the risk that you don't get them? Or having to trade back, then trade back up, to make sure that you do select that quarterback. So right now, for me, I'm at the point where if they can find that offense alignment, that left tackle this week or the upcoming weeks ahead of the NFL draft next month in Vegas, I think they should draft a rookie quarterback. Might as well do it. We're going to look at the options here in a moment that they're out there. And there's another domino went off the board on Monday afternoon as the NFC South quarterback picture is taking shape. But the Carolina Panthers, at this point for me, I've said it before, that they either need to draft quarterback this year or maybe wait the next year and see if they can get C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. Looking at how Scott Fitter has been able to build this team, 
in free agency over the last week and how I think the roster is still in good shape outside of quarterback, in particular what they've been able to do on the offensive line, it's leading me to believe that they might not be in a position next season to just sit there and take a quarterback. While I say that, it doesn't really matter. Buffalo traded up to get Josh Allen. Kansas City traded up to get Patrick Mahomes. You can always trade up to get a quarterback. But you'd rather be able to sit there and take your guy and not give up any more assets. The Carolina Panthers have parted ways of too many assets that has them in this position as is. Today, where Sam Darnold is their starting quarterback heading into 2022 as of March 22nd here in this offseason. So right now for me, if they get that left tackle, I have no problem with them taking a quarterback at sixth overall. Whether that's quarterback is Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett, we'll see who it is. The Carolina Panthers aren't the only team out there looking for a quarterback. The NFC South quarterback picture is finally taking shape after the Falcons and Saints made moves on Monday. We'll talk about that here in just a moment. It's that time of the year again as college basketball's tournament is finally upon us. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. We're only about eight days into the free agency period here in the NFL this offseason, and things are getting crazy, especially when it comes to the NFL quarterback carousel. We've already seen Russell Wilson get traded from Seattle and head to Denver. We've seen Aaron Rodgers stay right there in Green Bay. A lot of things are going on when it comes to quarterbacks here in 2022, and how could we forget last week Deshaun Watson? deciding not to go to New Orleans, not to go to Atlanta, but instead landing with the Cleveland Browns. The quarterback picture across the NFL is starting to take shape, especially down here in the NFC South as the Panthers, Saints, and Falcons all are looking for starting quarterbacks to go up against Tom Brady in 2022. Ian Rappaport, the NFL insider for the NFL Network, reported on Monday when looking at a potential landing spot for Baker Mayfield as the Atlanta Falcons traded away Matt Ryan to the Indianapolis Colts, only receiving a third-round pick. Their franchise quarterback, the Falcons only got a third-round pick for him, which is just so interesting. Atlanta, who went all in last week on Deshaun Watson and opened up all that cap space, is now taking on an NFL record $40 million dead cap hit because Matt Ryan got ticked off because they wanted to move off of him. I've seen the reports that said that for 10 days, they've had conversations about potentially moving Matt Ryan somewhere else. And he wanted to go to Indianapolis because he felt like it was a place where he could win immediately. And I'm happy for Matt Ryan. I never had a problem with Matt Ryan. I don't hate the Falcons players. It's just the fans that really annoy me the most. When we talk about Atlanta, I understand a rivalry and how y'all feel about him. You definitely feel probably more strongly about the Falcons in terms of your hatred than I do. I don't really have hatred for the team. The players are innocent. The fans those fans are not innocent. Going to Panthers games throughout the years here at Bank of America Stadium in Uptown Charlotte, they've been very annoying, and I wish them nothing but the worst when it comes to their football team. We've seen it so far with Calvin Ridley being suspended for a season for betting on football, even though they weren't games they was playing in. And now going after Deshaun Watson, the native son, the hometown hero, he said, 
I'm good. I'm going to Cleveland because they're throwing me $230 million guaranteed. Matt Ryan, who has been great to the city of Atlanta, well there, been probably their best player in franchise history, was not happy about the treatment. And he said, I'm done here. Let me go somewhere else and try to win. And he's headed up to Indianapolis, leading the Atlanta Falcons to try to find a new quarterback. Now, Baker Mayfield is someone whose preferred destination was Indianapolis. As he asked for a trade request last week, which is interesting considering that Baker Mayfield is not in the realm of quarterbacks who should think that they're good enough to ask for a trade request. The Browns said no. Then later on, brought in Deshaun Watson. They've since signed Jacoby Brissett, and Baker Mayfield will be on his way. But Rappaport mentioned Carolina could be a landing spot. He also mentioned that the New Orleans Saints would be a likely suitor for Baker Mayfield. But later on, on Monday, we saw the New Orleans Saints sign Jameis Winston to a two-year, $28 million deal, guaranteeing $21 million, meaning that Jameis Winston will, at least for one season, be the Saints' starting quarterback. I don't imagine that they'll be interested in any quarterbacks in this upcoming draft, especially because the quarterback class is not all that great. And you've signed Jameis to a $28 million deal, $21 million guaranteed, twice as much as what Mitch Trubisky is getting in Pittsburgh. That right there, folks, is a deal good enough for Jameis to get one more opportunity this upcoming season to be the starter in New Orleans. Good for him. Always like the player, Jameis Winston. The person, Jameis Winston, certainly has his warts, and you can question how good of a person he really is. But the player found entertaining. Even the 30-touchdown, 30-interception season, how could you forget the 30-for-30 30 30 was incredible. So Jameis Winston now off the board, headed back to New Orleans after they whiffed on Deshaun Watson, and Matt Ryan is headed up to Indianapolis. Me and the Falcons, they need a quarterback. Arthur Smith, formerly the OC in Tennessee, found his man in Marcus Mariota, Mike Garofolo, excuse me, Mike Garofolo from NFL Network, right after the reporting of Matt Ryan heading to Indianapolis, said that the Falcons would likely target Marcus Mariota, and that they did as they signed him to a two-year deal. And I would not think that would preclude the uh, Atlanta Falcons from drafting a quarterback coming up next month. So a quick look at it, the NFC South quarterbacks, as they are right now today, on March 22nd, Tampa, Tom Brady, New Orleans, Jameis Winston, Atlanta, Marcus Mariota, and here in Carolina, Sam Darnold. Tampa, they got their quarterback last year in Kyle Trask out of Florida. Will he ever be the starter in Tampa? I have no idea. Will Tom Brady ever retire and actually not come back and play football? I imagine that day will come. Will it be soon? It doesn't feel like it's ever going to happen. Jameis Winston, I'm not scared of Jameis in New Orleans. Had he been healthy last year, he was 5-2 and two as a starter. Again, QB wins is not a stat. I know you all like to use that, especially with your boy Kyle Allen, who was terrible here in Carolina. Winston does not scare me. Good for him to get the opportunity. I'm not scared. Marcus Mariota, can he hold up physically? He has not back even last year with the Raiders when this first game of the season, that Monday Night Football game, he got hurt on a quarterback carry, and you didn't see him until the later half of the season. He's now getting an opportunity I'm not worried about Marcus Mariota. And as I told you all on Monday, I'm willing to give Sam Darnold a second chance if that's the direction that they want to go in, even though I don't think that's the direction that they want to go in right now, considering that they're going to be looking at Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, Desmond Ritter, and Matt Corral all this week. And they sit there right at six, a prime position to take a quarterback, even if we don't think 
any of the quarterbacks are worth a top 10 pick this season. There's not a rush for Carolina to go out and find someone knowing that Winston might not be the long-term answer in New Orleans. Atlanta doesn't have a long-term answer. Certainly won't be Marcus Mariota. In my opinion, if you look at the NFC's top quarterbacks right now, it's Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford, Dak Prescott, and Kyler Murray. Matt Ryan's no longer in the NFC. He's gone to the AFC and all the talent, especially the young talent in quarterback but the quarterback position is in the AFC Kyler Murray will he get extended in Arizona we will see a lot of drama a couple weeks with that Dak Prescott he's already gotten his big deal but has not won much in Dallas hasn't won anything of substance in Dallas Matthew Stafford got a new deal this past weekend should be in LA for the next five seasons Aaron Rodgers no longer has Devontae Adams I'm sure the Packers are going to use all the draft capital that they were able to receive from Las Vegas and what they already had to try and restock that wide receiver core. But will that be enough for Rodgers to stick around? And Tom Brady again, the vampire, will he ever retire and actually retire? We'll see. But for Carolina, they're the only team right now that doesn't have a quarterback spot figured out. I won't say Atlanta does, at least for this season. I won't say Atlanta does. Sam Donald could be an option. He right now would be the starter. And I'm kind of okay with it, just knowing that, hey, if it doesn't work out, rule has gone, Darnold's gone, and you're probably in prime position, possibly, to sit there and take a quarterback. But as I said earlier, I've come around the Panthers taking a quarterback at number six. Would the Panthers actually do that, or would they look at moving back? We'll talk about it here in just a moment on Locked on Panthers. This episode of Locked On Panthers is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers of access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you can need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find a solution to your auto parts need. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. So, Tom Brady headed back to Tampa. We have Marcus Mario going to Atlanta as Matt Ryan is now an Indianapolis Colt. Really weird thing going down in Atlanta, but we're here to laugh at them. They open up all that cap space for Deshaun Watson. He said, no, I'm going to Cleveland. And now they no longer have a franchise quarterback and are stuck with Marcus Mariota, who I've always liked dating back to his days in Oregon with the Oregon Ducks and in back in Tennessee when I was down there covering the Titans. I liked Marcus. I've seen the man go out there and literally throw a touchdown pass to himself and win a game by himself winning that game on the road at Arrowhead Stadium back when the Kansas City Chiefs were playing Alex Smith. That actually happened to be Alex Smith's last starting game as a quarterback there in Kansas City. You have Jameis Winston coming back to New Orleans. The NFC-style quarterback picture outside of Tampa isn't encouraging for either of the three teams not residing in Tampa Bay. And Tampa doesn't have their long-term answer either. New Orleans potentially probably has the best opportunity of having that long-term answer with Jameis Winston, the former number one number one overall pick out of Florida State. We'll see how that works out. Carolina, they're not anywhere close to finding out who their long-term answer is. Neither is Atlanta. As I've said, I've come around on the Carolina Panthers potentially taking a quarterback at sixth overall if that's what they so choose to do. 
Is that the right thing to do, though? They could take Pickett. They could take Willis. They could take Ritter. Whoever they feel like is the right guy for them, they could take him at six. And I would not be surprised. They fell in love with someone this week. If that someone is Kenny Pickett, who I would think would likely be the guy and is the one who is said to be the most NFL ready. And Matt Rule enters year three of the as a Carolina Panthers head coach, knowing that he has to win. If he does not win, he will no longer be here in Carolina. And I don't think it's just winning. I don't think they're going to win the division. I think they have a better roster now. I don't know if it's better than last year, but the offensive line clearly is better than last year. We'll see how some of the new defensive players come in and how they step in and if they can still be one of the top defensive units in the National Football League. And injuries will always play a key role. Have a better hunter, better hunter, not punter, better punter, not hunter with Johnny Hecker. And kicker Zane Gonzalez will see if he can continue to maintain the way he did last season. He's had an up and down career, but I like where the Carolina Panthers have done so far throughout the first eight days of free agency. So with the quarterback, they might be in position to actually compete next season. I don't know if they win the division. I still say Tampa wins the division, but for Matt Rule, just getting to the playoffs might not be enough. Winning a playoff game, that could likely secure his spot for a fourth season in Carolina. But as I look at it right now, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't know if he wants to hinge his future on a rookie quarterback. He did that with Sam Darnold. I believe that he should have to line the bet that he made, and we'll see how that works out. And it would likely work out to him being fired come next January. But they're still going to look for an upgrade, and they're hoping maybe that upgrade could be a quarterback like Kenny Pickett, who they saw on Monday. Is he going to actually be an upgrade? I have my doubts as I've seen a lot of Kenny Pickett, and I've never really been overly impressed. I was this past season to see a player who just wasn't very good, if we're being honest. Might have been a draft pick last season. Jim Nagy, who is the um, the director of the Reese Senior Bowl down in Mobile, Alabama, told Kenny Pickett, hey, you should stay in for one more year. He stays in. Now he's likely to be the top quarterback taken off the board here next month. Had he came out, would have been a six or seven round pick. That's why I'm pretty skeptical of whether Kenny Pickett really is deserving when he would have been a late round pick last year or undrafted. And now this season, he's considered the top quarterback. And that says a lot about the other quarterbacks that are available in this draft. Knowing that the Carolina Panthers probably should trade back and still try to get Kenny Pickett opposed to sitting there at six. They don't have a day two pick. If you could recoup a day two pick by trading back to the middle part of the first round and still getting your quarterback. And then also maybe picking up another player in the first round or being able to pick players there in the second or third round that could help you, whether it's at safety or linebacker or on the offensive line still. They can't have enough offensive linemen with a bunch of one-year deals that they've signed so far. I don't think that would be a bad situation for the Carolina Panthers to do. We'll see how it works out. Probably the smartest thing, the most prudent thing for them to do is to trade back instead of sitting there at six. But again, if they fall in love with somebody, I would not be surprised if they do sit there at six. There's not a ton of other options right now for the Carolina Panthers when it comes to taking a quarterback. And I think they can sit back at six and not have to worry about it. Jacksonville, they already have Trevor Lawrence. They're not taking a quarterback. The Jets aren't going to take a quarterback. The Giants said that they're behind Daniel Jones. They proved that when they decided not to go bring in Mitch Trubisky. Detroit has Jared Goff. They could potentially take one if they were going to do that. would make a lot more sense to do it later on in their second draft pick in the 30s. Houston has Davis Mills, who they want to give a, sh- a look at for next season and maybe the year after that. So Carolina can sit at six. They can wait for their guy. Now Atlanta is someone who could potentially trade up and try to take a quarterback in if it's Pickett or Willis, someone that they like and they think Carolina might get. I could see them doing that. And, and here's an interesting kind of thought for you. What if Carolina takes Pickett or Willis at six and then Atlanta takes the other one at eight? 
we've talked about in the past DJ Moore and and Calvin Ridley and comparing them. Right now, it looks like DJ Moore has won the day, even though Ridley might have been a little bit of a better player the last couple of seasons before last year. But I, Moore is clearly being available and what he's done the last couple of seasons, being the only receiver outside of um, Stephon Diggs go over 11,000 yards receiving, I think 1,200 yards from scrimmage each season in the last three years and getting paid uh, this past week on Friday. He's proved himself to be one of the most underrated wide receivers in the NFL and a very good player. Ridley might have the All-Pro and the Pro Bowl accolades, but he's not going to play next season. And I think that DJ Moore's clearly passed him by. But we had the comparisons early on in their career as Ridley was tearing it up as a rookie in Atlanta. And folks were thinking that they drafted the wrong wide receiver here in Carolina. But if you let things play out, you see how it actually ends up in the end. And currently, and I think moving forward, it's very obvious that DJ Moore was the right choice for the Carolina Panthers there at wide receiver. We'll have the same conversations. The Panthers decide to take Pickett at six, and in Atlanta takes Willis at eight, and they'll be in the same division, and forever they'll be linked to each other. And that's how it always works out when you look at the 2018 draft class. Baker Mayfield, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Josh Rosen, Sam Darnold will forever be linked to each other. Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, now back in the same division. They'll both be linked together forever as they went one and two. Winston's had more success. Mariota's at least been in the playoffs. He has not had an opportunity to be a starter until now, and we'll see how real that opportunity really is in Atlanta. They'll forever be linked. I just wonder what it would be like in just a discourse if the Panthers choose to decide to uh, choose to take one of those players, the other and Pickett or Willis, and Atlanta, two picks behind them, takes the other. As far as options available for the Carolina Panthers at this point in time, if you're looking at quarterback, there's not a lot. Marcus Mario was the guy who wanted them to take if they were going to sign a veteran off the street because it wouldn't cost a lot of money. He's now going to head to Atlanta, and good for him getting the opportunity, a familiar scheme that he played in Tennessee with Arthur Smith, now the head coach and play caller with the Atlanta Falcons. And as far as trade options, Jimmy G, what's going to happen with him? I'm now wondering if San Francisco, who's – obviously overplay their hand when it comes to Garoppolo and trying to trade him away if they just sit back and just keep him. I saw reports on Monday that a team has offered John Lynch, the general manager there in San Francisco, two second rounders for Garoppolo. I don't know what team that is. I'm hoping it's not the Carolina Panthers. They don't have a second rounder in this year's draft, so I would hope that would probably eliminate them from potentially being that team that offered that. And I would hope that they would have learned their lesson after chasing after Matthew Stafford didn't want to come here. Same thing with Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson. And last year when they got desperate and traded the second, fourth, and sixth for Sam Darnold, who after one year has proven that he's not the long-term answer here in Carolina. Jimmy G, a lot better than Sam Darnold. Won a lot of games, went to a Super Bowl, had him in the NFC title game just two months ago in San Francisco. But we know what the ceiling is for Garoppolo. And the 49ers know what the ceiling is for Garoppolo. And that's why they moved off of Jimmy G. Why give up assets and use up this cap space for Jimmy Garoppolo? So I'm not interested in that. Baker Mayfield, who doesn't have a lot of options now if he wants to be a starting quarterback in 2022. I would think that Seattle would likely be the best spot for him that's available after Indianapolis traded for Matt Ryan and Jameis Winston re-signed in New Orleans. It seems like Seattle would be the spot for Baker Mayfield. They have the assets after getting those two first-rounders and two second-rounders, I think a fifth-round pick as well, from Denver for Russell Wilson. He would fit in potentially to that culture, but they apparently are in love with Drew Locke, which is weird. But hey, Pete Carroll, John Snyder, that's what they want to do. That's what they want to do. 
The Carolina Panthers already have a player on the roster who's making $18.858 million because of the fifth-year option. That player is Sam Darnold. Do they need another one in Baker Mayfield? That's almost $39 million, $38 million tied up to the quarterback spot. And neither one of those quarterbacks, you're sure, is a long-term answer. You know Darnold is not the answer for a fact. And Baker, do you have time to try and figure out? Do you have another one-year tryout? I get the desperation that Matt Rule might have. But does Scott Fitter have that same desperation? And looking at the other options, as far as veterans out on the market, you got Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's 39, Andy Dalton, who's 34, Cam Newton, Blaine Gabbard, who's likely going back to Tampa Bay, Mike Glennon, AJ McCarron, Geno Smith, should I keep going on? Josh Dobbs, Trevor Simeon, Sean Mannion, Josh Wolfert, or John Wolfert, sorry, the Lake Forest guy, Chris Streveler, and Kurt Benkirk. Those are free agent quarterback options available for the Carolina Panthers. Do any of those seem like good enough competition to push this team forward next year? I would say no. They already have Sam here with that cap hit. They have P.J. Walker back as a restricted free agent. You would assume at this point in time that the best move for the Panthers is not to bring in a veteran. It's to take a quarterback in the draft. So will they do that at six? We'll find out next month. For me right now, that seems like the best option if they're going to try and find another quarterback. Either write it out with Darnold. Yeah, you can try and bring in Fitzpatrick or Andy Dalton. I don't think Cam's coming back here. He already said he's not coming back for no 5-12, and 12, and I don't know where the Panthers are headed next season. But without an answer at quarterback, it's hard to believe that it's going to be anything better than 5-12 and 12 as we sit here right now, even if the offensive line is better. Still questions on that roster and how the defense will take shape and if special teams will truly be improved enough to not be a hindrance like it was the last couple of seasons here in Carolina. Not great veteran options. A couple of them a couple of them went off the board on Monday. So all signs point to the Carolina Panthers being all in potentially on a quarterback in the first round of the draft. Will it be Kenny Pickett or could it be Malik Willis, who they will see today on Tuesday and later on this week, Matt Corral at Ole Miss and Desmond Ritter at Cincinnati. We'll get into that conversation here throughout the rest of the week here on Locked on Panthers. Again, guys, thank you for listening to the show. Make sure to watch the show and subscribe to the show over on YouTube. Make sure to also rate, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. You can follow us on Spotify and wherever you listen to this show and all your favorite shows on whatever your favorite podcasting platform is. And be sure to follow me on Twitter at Julian Council where every single Friday, I answer your weekly Friday mailbag question. So either at me at Julian Council or DM me at Julian Council or leave a comment on any of the episodes on YouTube from that week. In the meantime, be safe, keep pounding, and I'll talk to y'all on Wednesday.